Hey guys, welcome to Pod for One. I'm your host, Sabrina Ayub. You can follow Pod for One on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search for Pod for One. That's P O D F O R O N E. You can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. I want to first say thank you to everyone who's supported this podcast so far. Um, and I would appreciate your continued support. Um, please keep sharing, reviewing, rating the podcast, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Um, I really appreciate it. And I keep doing this because of you guys and your feedback. So today I want to talk about something that's pretty interesting and you probably haven't come across this idea unless you've studied Greek philosophy. And it's the word ataraxia. So it's more than just a word, it's really a belief. And um, so I'm going to dive into that and what it means for anxiety. Um, So I just thought it would be an interesting thing to share with you guys. So ataraxia is a noun and it literally means a state of calmness. It's pretty much the opposite of anxiety. Um, So Greek philosophers actually talk about this concept and, you know, this concept of um, being in a state of calmness. And depending on the type of philosophy that we're talking about, it means something a little bit different. Uh, so the first person that I'm going to talk to is Pyro. Um, he's a Greek philosopher and he kind of discovered ataraxia. He was traveling throughout India and came across Hinduism and Buddhism and saw how those religions' common elements were the desire for inner peace. And so Pyro brought this idea back to Greece. So Pyrrhonism thought that, founded by Pyro, obviously, um, thought that life's ultimate purpose, or founded on his beliefs, right? So Pyrrhonism thought that life's ultimate purpose was ataraxia or achieving this mental tranquility. So Pyro was able to lead this undisturbed and peaceful life because he interpreted um, this mental tranquility, this state of calmness, also known as ataraxia, achieving ataraxia. He thought he could achieve it by not judging things. So he didn't judge things like events as good or bad. Because by judging if something is good or bad, you lose either way, right? So if you don't have that good thing happening in your life, you think that you're being punished by the bad stuff or, you know, you have a shitty life. Um, But then if you chase after the good stuff and then you, good stuff start happening in your life, you can't enjoy it because you're constantly living in a state of fear um, and you're, you're fearing that you're going to lose that good thing, right? Um, so you fear change 
for the fear of losing that good thing that's in your life. So basically, if you don't judge things or events as good or bad, you can achieve ataraxia. So I assume this would mean, you know, you just take things as they come and you don't judge whether what happened was a good event or a bad event. You just take it for what it is. Okay. So the next Greek philosophy that I'm going to touch upon is um, the Epicureans. So to the Epicureans, the highest good was pleasure. And there's two types of pleasure. There's mental pleasure and physical pleasure. And to the Epicureans, the mental pleasures were better than the physical pleasures because you could experience these mental pleasures in the past, present, and future. Whereas these physical pleasures, you know, you can only experience that in the present. So having this mental pleasure meant freedom from mental disturbances, which can be interpreted as ataraxia. And ataraxia was one of the keys to happiness for the Epicureans because of this reason, because they thought of this pleasure system as mental and physical, and mental was like the highest level. So the last Greek philosophy thing that I'm going to talk about is Stoicism. And that's been pretty popular as of recent. Um, a lot of people, there's actually a book, um, Daily Stoic. And I first heard about Stoicism from Tim Ferriss. So basically, the Stoics felt that if you lived according to nature, Um, which is the ultimate goal of life, then you would end up in a state of ataraxia. Stoics did not care about anything outside themselves, and so they were not susceptible to emotions, and they weren't, their emotions couldn't be disturbed because they were not focused on those external stimulus. Um, So therefore, they're in a state of mental tranquility, which is ataraxia. So all these three different philosophies have some kind of interpretation of what ataraxia means and how you could achieve it. So learning from these Greek philosophers, we can try to make some changes in our own life to achieve a little bit more peace and calmness in our life. Uh, We all want that, right? (laughs) So maybe if we stop judging people and events as good or bad, we can release some of that stress off of ourselves. And if we see things how they are and just respond accordingly to how we think is best without emotionally judging the inherent goodness or badness associated with that person or event, then we can all lead more peaceful lives. Because goodness and badness are on a subjective sliding scale, right? So one person's good can be another person's great or another person's bad, right? So, um, if we, you know, stop judging things as good or bad and we just keep moving on with and moving forward with our life, nothing will change except our outlook, right? So, if we 
stop judging things, we can change our outlook. And when our outlooks change, then we gain control over our reactions and responses that we put out into the world. In turn, we can lead lead happier lives by maintaining control of ourselves. Because when we feel like we have no control of our lives, this is where true misery comes from. And it grows from this. You know, some days are good, some days are bad. But for me, when my outlook is negative, I have my negative filters on, my negative blinders, and my life feels like it's spiraling out of control, and I'm miserable, and I'm depressed, and nothing good is happening. But when I have my other lenses on where I take things as they are, I accept the things that I can't change, I have control over my responses to the world, when that happens, I begin forming a game plan to correct anything that I don't like about my situation. And when I build a game plan, rather than wallowing in self-pity, I feel better about myself. Because you're actively doing something to make a change. Life is not always great. You know, shitty stuff happens. And you can and you should feel badly when shit happens. That's normal. But you need to be careful because you need to catch yourself before you spiral. Okay, guys? So just make sure, you know, I'm not saying you can't feel bad about anything. You 100% should, or otherwise you're a sociopath and you have no feelings or emotions, right? There's going to be good days and bad days. Just try to catch yourself before you start spiraling out of control into that depressive state of mind. All right, guys, thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast today, please subscribe and please refer a friend.